On this episode of Crucible, we're going to be talking about how to get unstuck, or what does it mean to be in a rut, signs that you're stuck in a rut, and then how do you get out of your rut. We all face challenges, crucibles in life, that make us or break us, and our health is often the biggest crucible we will face. This podcast is designed to help you achieve your health goals through simple, strategic, and proven methods. In every episode, we'll learn about how to overcome your health crucibles and live your best life. Hello, everybody. It's Mary Lee Aitenhan coming to you live from my Diva Dan Studios in Brentwood, Tennessee for my Crucible recording and podcast Crucible. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to get out of a rut or how to get unstuck with the following points. What does it mean to be in a rut? How do you know you're the signs that you know that you are stuck in a rut? And how to get out of that rut or to get unstuck? So my information today was researched from the masterclass.com website and Dr. A's good old habits of health book, which is (laughs) available digitally um, on our optavia.com website and also on Amazon. So Um, Have you ever been stuck or feel like you are in a rut? So here's Webster's definition of a rut, quite literally, a long, deep track made of repeated passage of the wheels of vehicles. So this resonated with me because I grew up in western Nebraska in Scotts Bluff where the Oregon Trail went through Mitchell Pass. And we would always take, you know, visitors to come and see us from all over. And, you know, we'd take them out to the Scotts Bluff National Monument and we'd see these ruts and walk down, you know, you could walk down part of the the path, you know, and everything. It's all protected because it is a national monument. But between 1840 and 1860, there were 300 to 400,000, tra- you know, um, wagon trains, you know. <laughs> in wagons that went through there and you can still see these ruts and they were not just like you know like a little bit or you could just barely see i mean we're talking deep some of them were you know six feet deep three feet deep you know depending on the erosion probably the soil so i thought wow that's really um a good visual for me because if you do feel like you're stuck you sometimes just feel like you, you know you're in just like this small little hole and you can't seem to get out so um sometimes it's not as obvious though and um Sometimes it can be, and this is another definition, a habit or a pattern of behavior that has become dull and unproductive, but is hard to change. And I've been in those ruts, both emotionally, spiritually, with my health, um, with relationships, you name it. It's, you know, it can all start piling up with your family, you know, um, just conflict can bring all sorts of things, um, negative things, I think, into your life. Um, so the definition of being stuck then is quite literally to be fixed in a particular position or unable to move or be moved. So if you think about a window that's being stuck and that as your life, you know, is like a metaphor, then, you know, you're, <laughs> you're stuck again, you're, you know, pushing against the glass, you know, against the, you know, the wood of the, uh, the casing of the window. And, you know, it's, it's almost impossible sometimes, um, or becoming fixed or jammed in one place, such as, um, a result of an obstruction, like you're stuck in the mud. Um, 
but a person can feel like you're emotionally stagnant and you may lack the motivation for everyday tasks. And that's what it means to personally be stuck in a rut. Um, it comes across not as so obvious as those definitions, but to be at a loss for or in need of, for example, you're at a loss for words or ideas or thoughts. Um, solutions you don't know which way to go and or you can't get over the death of a loved one um, sometimes it's to remain in a static condition and you fail to progress um, a lot of people call me and this is my number one thing that people will tell me is i'm stuck at and then they give me you know x amount of weight 250 pounds 190 pounds 157 you know whatever and whatever they think is their most horrible number and i'm like okay we have a solution for that. I can help you, you know, get out of that um, situation. So if you are in a rut, the days may blur together and you may feel like you're on operating on autopilot. Um, being in a rut may feel similar to an experience or experiencing burnout and adversely affecting your physical and mental well-being. Challenges in your personal or professional life may lead to this feeling of demotivation. You may feel like you need to remain in a specified place or situation, typically one that's perceived as tedious or unpleasant. Maybe you're stuck in your job, you're stuck in a church, you're stuck in a relationship, you're stuck in fill in the blanks and you feel like you can't get out. Um, getting out of that rut, it does take time, it takes self-care and, you know, but reigniting your sense of purpose is a rewarding process. So here are four signs that you know for sure you're stuck in a rut because you might need to reacquaint yourself with your thoughts and beliefs. First, you need to do that. Discontentment is one or, or more areas of life that can lead to a person being in a rut. Considering one, a lack of inspiration. You may have a lack of motivation or interest in hobbies, passions, or even relationships that may signify a rut. Um, second, you can experience negative thoughts. And if you feel your personal prof professional life is not progressing, then you might be experiencing negative thoughts about that as well, or you engage in that negative self-talk, which is absolutely destroying. Um, th this negativity can become an obstacle keeping you from achieving your goals. Um, your inability to complete tasks, simple tasks like making your bed, showering, doing laundry, exercising, um, all of that stuff may fall to the wayside if you don't put your needs first. And this deprioritization of yourself can be an indication of a rut. We used to laugh during COVID. It's like, so how many days do you, you know, um, go before you shower? <laughs> how many days have you been in your jammies, you know? And it was, it was pathetic because everybody pretty had, pretty much had the same answers, you know, um, and it was a, a funny way to be able to cope, you know, with that um, uncontrollable kind of situation. So sometimes you may be resistant to change. You may aspire to create change in your own life, but the thoughts, the thought of doing that feels overwhelming and unpleasant. So how do we get out of a rut? If you feel a lack of motivation or unfulfillment in your personal or professional life, take a step back to evaluate your life so you can overcome that rut and move forward. So the very first thing is evaluate your situation. Um, getting out of the rut, it, you've got to understand why you're in the one that you're in or you're in the place that you are. Notice the signs and figure out 
what area of your life is causing that discontentment? It's usually pretty obvious and it's usually multiple areas of your life. That's at least been my state when I've just felt overwhelmed because of losing my mom. I'm trying to produce a musical at school and we're literally on, you know, the performance states and I know that my mom's dying, you know, and dealing with family. I know they're there taking care of her and I'm, you know, three hours away and I can't get there, you know, praying that I could be able to say goodbye to her before she passed away. And, um, you know, all of that, and then juggling, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff. And then I, that was just only one thing I was doing, you know, with my life professionally. So it's, it, it does get incredibly overwhelming. So um, for me, it was not my health, but it was really my mental state and my spiritual place that, you know, I needed to start it on <clears throat> and get started on, you know, figuring out, okay, how do I get all this kind of thing? So focus on your well-being to um, start feeling like yourself again. Develop a self-care plan. Simply add one self-care activity into your daily routine at a time. And I, this is the favorite part of my day because I feel like, okay, I've done all my work. I've done all this. You know, I've got everything done. And now I get to go create something. You know, for me, it could be crafts. It could be sewing. It could just be redecorating. I love to decorate. Um, or just sitting down and reading a book, reading 10 pages of a book that I haven't, you know, that I've been putting off. So um, prioritizing your needs will help you feel more positive and it promotes self-love. Um, a few days ago, one of my new coaches said to me, I was asking him, you know, what are your goals? And he says, well, my main priority is self-love because I don't love myself as much right now because I let myself slip and I've gained 20 pounds. And it's like, okay, that's great. That's a great way of putting it, you know, and not saying, oh, my first goal is to lose 20 pounds because I'm fat. You know, it's, it's I want to work on my self-love. I thought, good for him. That was a super great way to, to state that. So um, you can also get outside of your comfort zone <clears throat> in your free time. Do that and give yourself your best effort to try something new. So take a class <clears throat> go to a new restaurant, go to a new restaurant and order something different. <laughs> Don't order the same, same, um, attempt a new hobby at home. Um, for me, it's recording these episodes of crucible because I was a performance person, either as a performer, literally, or as a musical director and I'm on stage and we practice weeks and weeks and weeks for, our concert, our event, our competition, or whatever was coming up. So by the time we walked out on stage after a warm up, we were ready to kill it, you know. And um, this has been extremely um, humbling for me <laughs> to record these episodes because um, I don't consider myself the most fluent, you know, or, you know, flowery with my language or whatever, you know. Um, it's just difficult sometimes for me to express my opinion, let alone how I feel about it. And my whole goal of doing this is to be able to help people. So then I have to weave all that in together. But the best part is this is a recording. And so I know that I can stop. I've got great editors. Ben's on the other side of the camera today. And um, shout out to Two Brothers Creative, who are my producers in Omaha. Um, so I'm doing this remotely because I'm here in Nashville. But it's just been a great learning experience for me um, and has opened a whole new world of not just the technology, but just... Um, uh, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> the optimization of making sure that people hear your podcast and all that goes along with that. I'll just stop there, but it's been super good for me. And, you know, I try to learn and do something new 
Um, I can't say I do it every year, but I do try to always improve myself with new skills. I learned how to scuba dive. That was one of the first things I did eight years ago when after I retired. And then we went um, to um, Cabo, went scuba diving with my son. He's my partner, scuba partner. And, you know, it's just it just gives you such a sense of, first of all, it was fear, you know, of going, oh, my gosh, I've got to pass this test in three days <laughs> and I've got to have an 80 percent. And I don't you know, and there's this whole book to read and all these videos. And, you know, and the skill part was simple for me because I've been a swimmer my whole life and I've taught and I was a water safety instructor and, you know, junk like that. So but it was just really um, a good um, reminder to me that I need to be the student on the other side of that classroom. And it's good to learn because it helps keep your brain active, of course, as well, too. So the fourth way to get out of a rut or being stuck is to look for a change of scenery. Um, introduce small changes to your routine by changing your scenery or break the monotony. Um, go outside, work remotely from a coffee shop, plan a vacation, take time off, get away from being stuck in your house, get away from being behind a desk, um, change venues. Um, for, you know, it's not so easy if you're in an office building and you have your own little office space, either an office or a cubicle to work from. Or for me, it was my classroom. You know, it was just a treat to get out and go walk down the hall and talk to other teachers, you know. But that I would do that routinely, mostly so I could see other students, you know, and say hi and love on them. Um, but also sometimes it's just like, oh, man, I got to ventilate. I got to go talk to someone somebody about what just happened in my classroom and they'll never believe it you know um but that change of venue just help it does help provide that coping mechanism i think so um and probably the most important way to get out of a rut is to do a journal a gratitude journal daily and this is mine it's called be still a prayer journal for women and it is a prayer journal it's got beautiful graphics in it and um it does have scripture in and I write my daily prayers of either, Lord, please help me because I'm desperate to get this done and I don't know where to start. Or it's, I look back over all the prayers that I have written in there and it's like, oh, wow, Lord, thank you so much for answering all these things and making all these things happen in my life. You know, you kind of tend to forget. Um, and it's, you know, when I look back page after page, it's like, wow, God is so faithful. And that that positivity alone, you know, is enough to um, spur me on and get me out of my you know, right, if I'm in one. So also set small goals, set realistic goals that you can accomplish in a short period of time and take small steps to achieve them. Showing yourself you can make progress and do things that you love will boost your self-esteem and help you feel a sense of purpose. A small change that you can do right now is to, um, you know, change how much water you drink. Make sure you're drinking 64 ounces of water. Maybe you need more than that. For me, it's about 100 to 110 ounces. So water saves off hunger. It also get clears out mind fog and it gives you energy. And when you have food cravings, it's usually because you're dehydrated. If you feel tired and run down, it's usually because you're dehydrated. So water is a very small, you know, a very exam great example of setting a small goal. Um, also spend time with your loved ones, schedule time with your friends, have lunch, whatever, family, um, and open up with them about your feelings. Who are the people in your life that are anchors, that are safe people? Um, talk to others about what you're experiencing and, you know, that is can be extremely helpful. I don't know where I'd be without my husband, you know, my kids, my grown-up kids, 
my grandchildren, you know, my extended family, my sister, my brother, sister-in-law, they're not extended family, but you know, um, it, it truly makes a difference. And it just, that love and unconditional love that you get from them is at least for me in my life, um, keeps me anchored and centered. And last but not least, uh, you know, talk to a mental health professional. Um, consider speaking with a clinical psychologist that can help you come up with a plan to get unstuck or, you know, put in the time to go through therapy, you know, be patient because it's not going to happen in a day, a month, a week. Uh, um, you know, it may take um, a year. Um, I've had several, several breakthroughs and very, a lot of aha moments of going, oh my gosh, I never absolutely I remembered that, but that is truly why I'm reacting, you know, in a negative fashion or whatever. But if you stick with it, you can be that buffalo that goes into the storm, comes through the storm on the other side, you know, for healing versus, you know, cattle that all just huddle together. They all face inwards and, you know, um, they don't do so well in storms. <laughs> so be the buffalo. Um, but in closing, remember that you are worth it. Pick yourself up out of your ditch. Some of you are laying in a ditch and you are now starting to decorate your ditch. You've got flowers going on in there. You've got bedding in there. You've probably inserted some Wi-Fi in your ditch and you need to get out of your place where you're unstuck and get up out of there. There's this uh, worship song that talks about get up, get up, get up, get up, get out of that grave and that people are, are beyond the ditch and that they've dug their grave and they've buried themselves in there, you know, so I really just encourage you, you know, join me and help slay your, um, your crucible that you're going through and get out of your rut, get unstuck so that you can find that freedom and truly be able to change. So, um, I can help you as a wellness coach with your physical health, with your mental health, with your spiritual health, um, health, I should say, and whatever else or however else I can help you because this podcast is truly devised and designed to help other people. So you can reach out to me at Crucible Podcast on Facebook or, um, championsofcrucibles.com and I'd love to help you. So reach out and thank you and God bless. income testimonial is not representative of the average earnings that coaches achieve with Optavia. Only a very small number of coaches will achieve income that is within the range of this testimonial. Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results only from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Please see the Optavia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. In a clinical study, the group on the optimal weight 5-in-1 plan lost 10 times more weight than the self-directed group. Average weight loss for clients on the optimal weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds. References include Dr. A's Habits of Health book by Wayne Scott Anderson, Your Life book by Wayne Scott Anderson, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership by Jem Diethmer, Diana Chapman, and Kaylee Warner-Klemp. Lifelong transformation, one healthy habit at a time. Optimal weight, five in one plan. Optimal weight, three in three plan. Optivia, the four components of our system. Optivia Coach, the Habits of Health Transformational System, Your Life book by Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson.